When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. We got a long weekend ahead of us, Tone. Any special plans? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'll probably head upstairs at some point. Wow. I might go outside. Okay. Uh, walk the dog or something like yeah, that. Yeah, buddy. You know. Paint the town red with that, like that, aren't you? I might find myself on a golf course at some point. You know point what? You sound place. like, except the golf part, like you're in Mayberry, and you're going to be hanging out with <laughs> Floyd and... Yeah. And, I mean, what, what are you, Del Malone? All you have to do, what are you doing? just open the jail and I'll <laughs> walk in. There you go. Right? Welcome to PTI, line. boys and girls. In today's episode, the ACC gets bigger, Team USA gets tested, and Ronald Acuna Jr. hits a grand slam. But we begin today with college football. Last night, Minnesota squeaked by Matt Rules, Nebraska. Trent Dilfer's UAB won easily, and number 14, Utah, beat Florida. This weekend, the marquee matchup is number five, LSU, against number eight, Florida State, on Sunday in Orlando, neutral site. On Saturday, we have Deion Sanders in Colorado going to number 17, TCU. Wilbon, which game is more compelling to you? The games aren't compelling. Deion's compelling. That's what's compelling to me, Deion Sanders. Let me go back to last night, though, Tony, because I watched two of those games. Obviously, I have some emotions anytime I'm watching Big Ten, and the the, the Minnesota Nebraska game, was it the best played game in the world? No, but it had the tension that you want. And poor yeah, Nebraska, yeah. oh my God. I mean, they lose these one score games. It's been going on for years. And we talked about this yesterday to set up the beginning of the season. And I, you know, I, I thought I felt pretty good for Minnesota, but I just thought that that game was interesting. I, I, I'm going to root for the two or three remaining Pac 12 schools that there are, which means I thought, you know, Utah played pretty well. I like that. But look, this is about Dion. I'm rooting for Dion. I want Dion to yeah. make all the people who hate him look like fools. I want to yeah. be with Dion. I may go to Arizona and sit in the 100-degree heat soon. It'll be October by then. It'll be cooler. To watch Dion play Arizona State. I'm going to root for Dion. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know if they're going to be okay. any good. I don't know what Dion has. I don't know a player's name. I'm just rooting for Dion to humiliate people. And he may get the short end instead, Tony. I realize that. But I'm with Dion. So I'll, I'll, I'll deal with Deion Sanders briefly here. Okay. I don't give him much of a chance to win this game at TCU. I think when you bring in 1,000 players and you haven't played any games right. and you just practice, right. I think ready. it's very hard to know ready. what people no. yeah. And so I think this could be their worst game of the year, and I would lay the 20 that TCU is favored in this particular game. The referendum on Dion is not this game. It's not this year. No, it's, it's next down year. The line. It's not this yeah. year. So let me get to the other game, which I think is a fabulous game, potentially, which is LSU and Florida State. And it has national playoff implications, I believe. There's a lot of pressure on Brian Kelly at LSU, a lot. The women's basketball team won the national championship. The baseball team won the national championship. They hired Brian Kelly to win the national championship, and I'm sure he feels that. You don't want to be in a situation where Alabama and Georgia are way ahead of you, which is, which is always possible. This is a game that I want to see, Mike, 
because when we talk about realignment, there's no realignment with traditional football schools like Florida State and LSU. They've been in these conferences for a long time. They know what they're doing. This, to me, is a big-time game it at is. the beginning of the Tone, season. I agree with you. Yeah. It's a better game. The game, there's no yeah. question about that. Dion. And by the way, it's going to take okay. weeks. It's going to take weeks. You, I, I might go a little bit sooner than you. You don't want to see Dion 0-8 and, and, you know, going into November like that. But he's, he's the story to me, and I, I okay. can't wait. To, and I'm going to watch the other game, too, and I'm going to call and bug the hell out of you, but I'm just saying. Right. Dion. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, the Athletic Coast Atlantic Coast Conference, excuse me, will have three more teams starting next season. The conference voted this morning to add Cal, Stanford, and Southern Methodist University. While the conference itself will get about $30 million per year per team from ESPN, Cal and Stanford will accept lower payments. And get this, SMU will take nothing for nine years, allowing existing members to split the remainder. Tone, did the ACC just get stronger or weaker? Okay, no conference gets weaker when it adds Stanford. Stanford is the best combination of athletics and academics in the country. Yep. The best. Uh, look, I feel badly that the Pac-12 has dissolved because of terrible leadership by Larry Scott and this new guy. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Stanford belongs in the ACC. But the ACC just added two wonderful academic schools, one private, Stanford, one public, Cal Berkeley, and they, they do other things than football and basketball. They're very good on Olympic sports, I believe. And they added a traditional football school in SMU. And they added television markets, San Francisco and Dallas. What I think the ACC has to worry about, Mike, is other conferences like maybe the SEC poaching their schools. Can the ACC keep Florida State? Can they keep Clemson? They're two big football schools. North Carolina. What about... What about North Carolina, yeah. which to me is the traditional heart with of the ACC? Yeah. Those three schools all voted against adding Stanford, adding Cal, and adding SMU. So what does that mean for the ACC and those Tony, schools? The ACC is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. The whole thing. Conferences, overwhelmingly, except for the money taken by, received by the member institutions... It, they're irrelevant. There's really two conferences. There's, a, there's the SEC and the Big Ten. And, that, and the Big Tony, Ten. it's all going to be irrelevant. Right. Look, North Carolina, which basically begged people to take it, I know, because they wanted in on the Big Ten, which, uh, for whatever reason, didn't take them. So, you, you know, you, you're right to wonder about North Carolina and others and say, you know, what, what might happen? I wonder if Cal and Stanford would rather be in the Big Ten. But, Tony, it's irrelevant. I don't care because I don't care if Stanford plays Georgia Tech or North Carolina. I don't care. And their members don't care. You know how I know? Because we got Maryland and Penn State years ago, and I don't care about them. I don't want to play them. I don't want to see them that come Rutgers. to play us. Rutgers. You don't like Rutgers? Tony, Northwestern Rutgers. is there on Sunday, and I'm trying to figure out, do I even want to take the train for three hours because I don't believe in Rutgers. Ruck I don't, Rutgers doesn't exist to me. They're dead to me. They don't get out of my wait, wait. space. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to go see Dion ahead of Northwestern? What? Is that the news today? It might be. What? I, Tony? Wow. Conferences wow. are irrelevant. The ACC. But here's all they have to do. Irrelevant. The ACC now has a bunch of money. 
Because yeah, they're not, not giving not it out much. to these three schools. Not that much. And so, and they found money, like the PGA Tour found money. Yeah. So give the money as a bribe PGA to Florida Tour State and Clemson to stay. Because they're the, the only schools that play. Man. We move now to baseball in a great game last night where Atlanta hung on to beat the Dodgers 8-7. to seven. In that game, the MVP frontrunners, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts, were both great. Acuna hit a grand slam to become the first 30-60 man ever. And Betts hit two home runs, raising his August batting average to 455. Well, Bond, the consensus has been that Acuna would win this award comfortably, yeah. but can you see Betts catching him? He could. Of course he could. You got September. You got what used to be, before there were 47 playoff teams, the, the most interesting month in baseball was September in terms of regular season. Of course, Betts can catch him. He's a great player. All the, all the various stupid statistical analyses that you see at least do one thing. They put the month Betts just had, which you alluded to, with Ruth and Gehrig or Ruth and DiMaggio or DiMaggio and Gehrig, and you just go, my God, Betts just had a great month by any measure. So, of course, he yes. can catch him. He's got September, and Betts can stay hot. You can't – I don't know that you can stay hot for two whole months – but Tony, if he goes two and a half weeks, he's going to cut the lead down. Acuna's out there, but he's also got some votes maybe going to some other teammates of his, and that may not help the race for him, but it's cool to watch it. Okay. This is why yesterday I said that this series could be a real big deal. You have the two best teams in the National League, and I think that people would be inclined to vote for an MVP based on the team that finished on the top, right? I think that's a very reasonable thing. Now, at the moment... Acuna's team is five games ahead of Betts, which I think plays into this. Betts, Betts just had the greatest August since somebody we like to call Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. He had 50 hits and 10 home runs. Acuna's been doing this all year. Acuna just put himself in the record books alongside no one. Right. No one. Because right. nobody else has gone 30-60. I know you don't like stats, but these numbers are fabulous. Batting average. Acuna, 337, Betts, 317. Home runs, Betts, 38, Acuna, 30. RBI, Betts, 98, Acuna, 83. Stolen bases, Acuna, 60, Betts, 10. OPS, Betts, 1.034, and Acuna, 0.992. I want to point something else out, Mike. The guys who are likely to finish third and fourth in the MVP are in this series in the game, also. In the series, yeah. Freddie Freeman is batting 338, and he's on pace to become the first guy to hit 60 doubles since 1936. I had no idea nobody had done that. And Matt Olson leads the league in homers and RBIs. So this is, if you're going to watch a series, and last night's game proved it, this is the one, right? Tony, it's watchable. It's just not important. Because they're both going to the playoffs. It doesn't, Tony, it, it really, Tone, it doesn't Just matter. appreciate the moment, I know moment, you want Mike. it to matter because you and I want to get excited does. about September baseball. But, Tony... Yes. The, the, the players can't even feel what they felt for decades, for a century and a half, because they're all going to the postseason. It's like uh, the you NBA so or the NHL. Grumpy. Huh? You are like you're like taking a wet blanket yeah. and putting it on everyone's head. Yeah, I'll take it off you're in October. Doing that. I'll take it and off. And I when feel we get to that because I have no hair on my head. Let's take a break. <laughs> Coming up, have the Guardians new acquisitions. I hate that name. Put them in a position to overtake the Twins. No. Spoiler alert. No. And do Team USA struggles against Montenegro for 10 problems against Lithuania? And the tone, it, it doesn't, the series doesn't this is, matter. 
Captain. This is great baseball. That hey, was okay. a great game it's last It's great night. baseball. Yes, it was. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time to find out what's moving the masses. I will get Mail the first time. one and attempt to read it. After signing three pitchers off waivers, do you like the Guardians' chances of passing the Twins in the AL Central? Nah. And look, in that division, there's one team I really care about, and the White Sox are so dreadful. I mean, they're at 460 games out of any kind of contention, wild card or division. So then I'm rooting for Terry Francona. I mean, I'd like to see him in Cleveland win at least the division. I don't know, the Twins, I don't know from the Twins. But Tony, no, I don't really see them catching. I like the fact, I like their spirit. I like the fact that they're trying. They're all in here, even though they got the same yep. record as the Angels. They're trying. And, but no, I, is making up five games with like 27 or 28 left. I don't really see that. Do you? Well, I think the pitchers have to be at least the good pitchers, the ones who were good. Right, Ronaldo Lopez and Matt Moore, they were pretty good. They got to be at least that good. And Lucas Giolito's got to be a lot, be a lot better. better. Yeah. Because he was one and five with a six, eight, nine ERA. I, you know, it's hard. They're five back at the moment. They only have three head to head. So they're going to have to get help from somebody else. And, you, you know, I, I don't think that we can stress enough how terrible the AL Central is. It's, it's just a terrible league. And, and the thing yeah. you said before is, is so instructive in this. Here are the Angels. They're dead in the water. They have no chance. They are selling. Cleveland is buying, and they same have record. the same record. It's the same yeah, record. Except the Angels so are playing in maybe one the division. best division in baseball. Bailed and this. Cleveland and the Twins are playing in the worst. Here we go. Team USA got a tough test from Montenegro. Do you see the Americans as vulnerable against Lithuania on Sunday? Not particularly, Tony. The, the Americans are vulnerable because we don't have any size, and particularly not any young size. You know, the size in the world is all on international teams, and this is what makes the U.S. vulnerable right now. You look, Tony, we're vulnerable, period, a whole, like a generation. When you have John Morant 
and Zion, and they're not even in the planet when it comes to the international representation of the United States in these tournaments, that hurts. That hurts American basketball. And when you don't rebound the ball, you are vulnerable. But Anthony Edwards, he evens it up and then makes you not vulnerable. He is going to be a player worth watching the moment the NBA season starts and he becomes a new must-see yep. guy. So I don't want to get carried away with vulnerability. Yes, but we're not losing to Lithuania. That's not happening. I'm just going to say this. The rebounding edge, Montenegro had us 48 to 31. It's crazy, isn't it? Jaron Jackson was out there for 20 minutes. No boards. He had no rebounds. No, but he's chasing he no block shots, though. So, so you uh, need, I think you probably need bulk. I think you probably need size. Yeah, but yeah, I also yeah. want to be very clear yeah. about this point. I don't believe that the United States should ever not win the gold medal in the Olympics or should ever not win the gold medal in the World Cup. All right? Other s- countries are able to say we have three or four or five NBA players. We have all NBA players. We should never lose to Montenegro. No. We should never lose to Lithuania. Well, and Lithuania is Lithuania. better than Montenegro. No, we should know because they have three. They're good. They have three bronzes in the Olympics yeah. and they have a bronze in the World Cup. But they're not the United States no. of America no. in basketball. No. We should. We may lose a game here or there, but we should win the gold medal all the time because we are we're the best. It's that simple. By the way, so when you see a rebounding edge like this, that's a crazy it's rebounding edge, Tony. It's but there's some. There's other countries now that have all their players have played in the NBA or do. I mean, France all? has got France has got to be pretty all? close. France. Oh, let's go check the French roster. Or, or have right, somebody, somebody get or, in my ear with now. the French roster. Huh? All French right? roster. Let's Tony go Parker no longer playing. No, Enough email. Not. Let's take one last break, but still to come, another setback for Cooper Cup. And are Coco Goff and Novak Djokovic vulnerable at the U.S. No. Open tonight? No. Do you think they are? I don't think I, they are. I, 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 Coco Golf could be. You the can't go 20 minutes with no deep. rebounds, Mike. No, you know. the biggest guy. Nobody's out there to block. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 75th birthday tomorrow, Terry Bradshaw. Ooh. Bradshaw is one of the most popular and enduring figures in the history of the NFL. He was the Steelers' number one pick in the 1970 draft out of Louisiana Tech. He joined a team that was 1-13 and quickly became a dynasty under Chuck Knoll. Bradshaw was 107-51 and 51 as a starter in Pittsburgh, and he won four Super Bowls. After he retired, Bradshaw went into television as a football analyst, and he appeared in a bunch of movies and TV shows. People like Terry Bradshaw. 
They like the Fox show he's on. He's in the Hall of Fame, and he's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Bradshaw has a great everyman quality. He laughs at himself. He's accessible. And forgive me, he seems normal. You know what else he was? He was great. Four Super Bowls. Only Brady and Montana have, well, not even more for Montana. He's tied with Bradshaw. People don't mention Bradshaw's a great quarterback. Oh, he had a great defense. As if Tom Brady didn't play on teams with great defenses. Don't be stupid. As if Joe Montana didn't play on teams with great defenses. Terry Bradshaw was a great quarterback. He didn't throw swing passes three yards down the field. He threw it 50 down the field to Lynn Swan and Stallworth, and he got hit and didn't whine to the guy in the zebra shirt behind him. Terry Bradshaw, Nobody's tough arguing guy, with you. Great play. You don't play. have to be so vehement. Great play. No one's arguing. I hate when people don't Happy give Happy anniversary, due. Justin Verlander. On this day four years ago in his first go-around in Houston, the Astros' ace struck out 14 Blue Jays on his way to his third career no-hitter. That year, Verlander won his second Cy Young. Last year, Verlander won a third Cy Young and won his second World Series. He left for the Mets in a two-year, $86.7 million deal. After a total of 16 starts in New York, Verlander was traded back to Houston on August 1st. Verlander has gone 4-1 in his five starts since returning to the Astros. And unlike the Mets, the Astros are in the thick of the pennant race. They are currently tied with Seattle for the AL West lead. You know, Tony, Theo Epstein is a hero to those of us in what we like to call Cub Nation. There's only one thing he didn't do that I think he would have over. I'd like to ask him sometime. And that was get Verlander. I think it was the year after. So it would have been 17. It couldn't have been any later than 18, but 17 or 18. Verlander might have given us a second one. But Theo gets a pass forever and evermore. 108 years, you win one. I shouldn't even be bringing it up, but I'm just saying. Happy trails, John Isner, six foot, 10 inch player with one of the most deadly serves of all time is retiring from tennis after losing a five set match yesterday to fellow American Michael Moe. The 38 year old Isner never got to the finals of a major, but he won 16 titles and was consistently ranked in the top 20, often the highest ranked American player. His serve was clocked as the fastest ever, 157.2 miles per hour. Isner's claim to fame came in his victory over Nicholas Mahout in Wimbledon in 2010, a match that took five sets, 183 games, and more than 11 hours on court, spread over three days. Isner won the fifth set, get this, 70 to 68, ushering in the era of the fifth set tiebreaker so that would never happen again. Tony, he was north of 40 aces yesterday when I had to stop watching to get to the studio to argue and fight with you. But, I mean, even at this point in his career, all these years in, he put it past you. And Mo is an athlete. He got just aced more than 45 times, I'm sure. One omission, Jeff Passan reports that MLB will keep its pitch clock rules as Good. they are in the Good. postseason. Players had expressed the hope for more time. Shut up. No. No, 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 no more no, time. No. Get in the keep box. It. it works. It works. Come on, stop it. All right, let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Alabama named redshirt sophomore Jalen Milrow as its starting quarterback against Middle Tennessee. Does that make sense? I don't know. We'll find out in three or four weeks when Alabama gets into the real part of the season, the SEC games, whether he's a good quarterback or not. We'll see. Cooper Cup had a setback in his recovery from that hammy injury and is now day-to-day. -day. Are you concerned? Yeah, he's the best receiver in football. <laughs> yeah, of course. Puerto Rico topped the Dominican Republic and Brazil beat Canada at the FIBA World Cup, which is the bigger deal. Canada. Canada now has to be Spain to be, not be eliminated, and 
Canada's got seven, eight NBA players currently on their roster off the top of my head, yes. so that's a surprise. Canada's supposed to be pretty good. I understand good. that. Shea Gilders yeah. Alexander among them. Lionel Messi and Inter Miami play at LAFC Sunday. What do you expect? I expect the other coach to let Messi play and not put a sagging no, defense I on. I expect I one goal and an assist. Last one, Coco Goff, Novak Djokovic, both played tonight. Are you smelling any upsets? I mean, first thing, Wozniacki won this afternoon. I had her going out. Each of them, Tony, That's is great. playing the number 32 seed. Goff could be in a little more danger, but I think they both get through. We are out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Happy upcoming birthday, Kevin Gallagher. I'm Mike Wilbon. Enjoy your holiday weekends, you knuckleheads. We're back Tuesday. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here is the U.S. Open. Canada should be better. Yeah.